Okay, let's do that. Sweet, here with another episode of Am I Making Sense with my man, Mexi King. Thank you very much. We're here at the very uh, posh, world-renowned Tommy T's <laughs> Comedy Club. <Yeah. laughs> Thank you for putting me on the lineup. This is our turkey trot of a... Uh, what do you want to call it? Comedy lineup yeah, here. It's our jokes giving. I, jokes giving. Yeah. I like it. That's a good one. And and I like that you use jive turkey too. That's one of my favorite phrases really? of all time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very it's very uh, black exploitation. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It is. Yeah. The 70s were a great time for right. that. Yeah, I've been trying to get you on the podcast, but we've both been kind of busy. And then you've been doing your thing down south in Hollywood also trying yep tell me a little bit about that because i knew you as a stand-up and right. i knew you about you know a man about town in the bay area promoting yeah. your uh shows doing stand-up and then next thing i know i see you're on uh uh network television right right so most recently i was on ncis uh episode yeah. six of ncis the yeah. the original ncis with mark Harmon and yeah. uh, and the rest of the cast there uh yeah i mean i actually started out uh, in entertainment as an actor so oh, so you I know, didn't just know that a few years ago about three or three or four years ago I started getting into stand-up okay but but uh yeah my, my first uh my first foray into into uh entertainment showbiz. And, and, and showbiz was yeah. in theater I got a theater degree and and I've been acting for a while so uh NCS was not my first show but it's my most recent show and I've been, okay. in, been in a few tv shows and I've been fortunate to be in a couple movies and stuff like that yeah how does that work so you're up here in the bay mm-hmm are you going down frequently to do auditions down in LA or yeah so I, it's, it's I kind of I'm between both places uh, I find that um, that comedy I it just it's it's a fun we, we're spoiled up here in the Bay so yeah. it's hard to leave the Bay for mm-hmm. comedy I think we have a lot of great rooms a lot of great shows a lot of great uh, uh, open mics and stuff like that so I, I think LA is definitely more rat racy when it comes to comedy uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely a lot of opportunity there too though um, but uh, but for acting definitely LA is where I'm mostly at. Um, okay. Yeah, I definitely go down a lot. It goes in waves. Definitely, okay. there's like months I'll be there for like you know every week okay. uh, for uh, in, in a few months, and then there's like months where it just slows down and I'm not there. So okay. I'll, so I'll come back up to the bay and do shows. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you even uh, hear about these auditions? Is you got like hook up down there that kind of tell you things coming up, or is it just you looking through? the internet for any kind of auditions coming up no i've been fortunate enough to have a agent and a manager back oh, God damn. early early okay. on yeah um you know I, I got out of school with a theater degree and then okay. i came up to the bay t- for a uh, with a theater uh, program i was actually part of a touring theater company and then from there just made connections and i was uh, fortunate enough to hook up with a manager okay. up, up here in the bay and then from there got uh linked into some managers in la and, and agents in la so now i have agents up here in in the bay area okay. and i have agents down in los angeles as well what did your manager think about you getting into stand-up um you know i, I don't we don't talk about it much he actually my manager in la actually put a show together mm-hmm. and i think he was really impressed he thought that uh he, i think he thought at first wasn't sure what what it was about and he was really impressed um i think i think uh, it probably gives a more um confidence to send me out for sitcom stuff and stuff like that oh yeah so i think that that helps and that's kind of why i did it was to get more more comfortable with timing and stuff like that because ultimately sitcoms are harder to get on and they also pay more so because they are hard to get on and they pay more so so it was kind of like a a, a thing so i think the the agents and the manager are are happy with it i think now now the question is can we you know segue into actually you know, getting a, a comedy agent. I think that's the tough part. I think with all yeah. of us, right? That's our that's our step to try to see: can we tour? Can we do that? So that's the tough part. I have zero um, understanding of the biz side of showbiz. Yeah. Like I'm just showing up to open mics. <laughs> like, hey, can I get a spot? Can I get on? You know, and go, going around trying to do bringing my recorder, doing podcasts with people. But I have no idea 
what it takes. And I'm not there yet, right? right. So I'm not so um, I'm not going to put the what, what's the saying? I'm not going to put the cart before the, the horse, horse or something yeah. like that. I'm going to try and get good on stage and whatnot before I worry about the business side of things. Yeah. But um, yeah, I have no clue how that works. I would think, I think the Bay Area, from what I hear uh, from our, I guess colleagues or cohorts who are doing stand up and have been in different markets like New York and L.A. Obviously, those are the markets where people get you know recognized. Right. I'm doing air quotes right now, <laughs> um, but here it seems like we get a lot of opportunity to get mic time without that big of a rat race. Meaning we don't pay to get on. We don't necessarily have to wait an entire night to get on. We kind of know where our spot is going to be because we, you know, we talk with the different people hosting the rooms. So it seems like we're spoiled with time, but maybe the market here isn't a national market. So we're right. going to kind of we're getting time, but in more obscure right. setting. I think the beauty about the Bay is you can really craft here. Uh, mm. I'm, as far as the, the, the comedy market and the comedy business, you're right. I, I'm a little I'm very new to it as well. I'm, yeah. I'm still scratching the surface. I, I definitely not saying that I can be a national headliner or anything like that at the moment. But I'm trying to scratch to see like how can I can I yeah. be a feature? Can I tour with the headliner? Those kinds of things. But I think the Bay does offer you even Northern California, the Bay, Sacramento, a little bit the valley Stockton area they get obviously a lot of opportunity to craft to really mm. craft and hone your skills and, and and when you get to LA you have a little bit more preparation you probably can I think it's easier to craft your 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 20 30 45 minutes up here because you get a lot more like you said stage time a yeah. lot more opportunities at clubs you know like yeah. like here at Tommy T's if they're if they recognize that you're willing to hustle and you're willing to put the time in they'll let you put on shows they'll let you produce like tonight's mm. show that you and I are on mm. I'm producing this show yeah. Uh, and I produce now a show here once a month, roughly, nice. for the last year. And um, so, that whereas, whereas in uh, in LA, I think it's a little less open. Like you yeah. really, you really have to f find your way to rise above amongst it all. And like you said, in LA, there's a lot of, you know, lotteries, which means if for those of you who don't know, uh, you put your name in basically a hat or bucket or whatever, yeah. uh, and it's just Cross an open your mic. your fingers. Yeah, it's open mic, and they just yeah. pull your name. So you might be there, yeah. like you said, for two hours, and then you yeah. don't even get to go up. Yeah. Whereas here, you're kind of pretty sure you're going to go up if your name's on there. Or like you said, sometimes you have to pay for the mics there, yeah. uh, and you still might not go up, right? right? You might pay for like the they say, you know, you buy a drink and you get a ticket yeah. or two tickets, but you still might not go up. So, so I think you're right. Where we're spoiled up here, it's great that you can craft, but at the same time, I'm not sure how much of this will lead you into the next part, the business side. Yeah. So that's when you either have to go to LA or yeah. you have to kind of keep t knocking on those doors over there yeah. from over here. And as we know, we know a few friends and and colleagues in the comedy scene here who have went ahead and made the trek down there, and yeah. now they're they're kind of almost starting anew, you know. Yes. Like, yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It's like you get you you never master a market, but you let's say you get comfortable in a market. Right. And then you go somewhere else like, "Whoops, get back in line." But to your point, I think this is glass half full at least me looking at it with a very uh naive perspective is glass half full, you'll go there with some chops. Yes. Hopefully. Definitely. And so you spend a year on obscurity trying to get in line, figure out who to talk to, where to go, and then maybe after that year you'll understand whatever's going on there and hopefully your chops will be recognized by someone. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, it's, it's without a doubt because, um, like I've seen shows over there where, or I, I, I saw an audition mm -hmm. and they, they call it an audition. It's just an open mic, but the okay. club is calling it an audition and they're like, Oh, just to see more comics, we're going to give you two minute time, three minutes of time. Well, as you know, I mean, two minutes and three minutes is really hard to really impress anybody because you're trying to build up a relationship with the audience. Yeah. And so a lot of these times and even shows, you're doing these three-minute shows, these two-minute auditions or whatever, open mics. And, and here, like, if you put in the time, 
you'll be offered 10 minutes from time oh, yeah. to time. You'll be offered 15 minutes. And all of a sudden yeah. you can work on actually putting together a longer format of a show yeah. where we're down there. It's really hard to earn that time. You yeah. know, I mean, you can. And, th- and like you said, the beauty is that if you come, you go down to L.A. or even to New York from here, you actually, like you said, you have that experience. So then when someone when you say, hey, I can do five or oh, really, mm-hmm. oh, I can do 10. Really? And they yeah. see you and like, whoa, you know, you're not. You're not just saying you can do 10 and you really yeah. have three minutes of, jo- of, of comedy. You yeah, know? three minutes of knock-knock jokes yeah. <laughs> to get you a chuckle really quick. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about theater. So stage performing. I have a cousin-in-law, and uh, he was telling me one time. So I wanted to get your opinion on it. He's right. a stage performer. Mm-hmm. So he's in plays and productions and whatnot. Yeah. And he was telling me, uh, he was giving me his advice, because he's been doing it, his, not his whole life, but since his 20s. He's in his late 40s now. And, uh, you know, I just started comedy a little over a year ago. And he was saying, well, here's what you got to remember when you get on stage. You may be afraid, but ultimately the audience is rooting for you mm-hmm. because it's uncomfortable for everyone, for the performer to be uncomfortable and doing bad. So just go up there knowing that they're rooting for you. And, I, and you know, I, I kind of I, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense to his face. But in my head, I'm thinking, have you ever done an open mic right. at Woodham's or right. Caravan right. like I don't think they want you to succeed so you do both yes what is your opinion do you think that comedy audiences versus theater audiences are different and do you think there's any truth to what he said about um, an audience wanting you to succeed whether you're doing stand-up or theater I think how I explain this I think that that yes, in theater it's a little different because you have a beginning and an end. You, you, you're mm-hmm. gonna, the person's going to start with the beginning of a show, and no matter when you come on that stage, you're part of a, a complete thing. And so they want right. to they want to be entertained and, and, and see a full show. Uh, in comedy, you're right. I think it depends from room to room, yeah. audience to audience, and there are audiences who are like, all right, make me laugh. Right. Like, comedy's interesting because yeah, you, you might hit a room that they paid so much money, or they came on a Tuesday, or you might be in a show where somebody brought 20 people, but they're really just here to see their friend. And uh, they're like, oh, I got to sit through all these people. Yeah. Well, you better, let's see what you can do. Can you make me laugh? And so yeah. sometimes it is a challenge. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, being in theater early on, uh, before I started comedy, was very fruitful and very helpful because it taught me to, you have to own that stage. You okay. have to come on that stage. And as long as you own it and you have that confidence, it's quicker. It's a vibe that they can kind of like, they can sense, you mm. know, um, so, so having that, that presence and understanding, yeah. um, you know, cause I remember the first time I did a musical, I was scared. I've never done a musical. I'm not the best singer. Yeah. And, and I was really scared and I had to learn. That was probably my biggest time learning how to have stage presence. Cause I had okay. to go in there and I had to be confident in my singing, even though oh. I knew I wasn't, I knew I'm no, I'm, there's no way I'm an American idol of the voice or anything close to it. Yeah. But I started to be confident cause at the minute I would be the couple shows I did that was kind of like nervous. It was so bad. So it's like, but when I was confident, people were rooting for you. So I think in comedy, same thing. If you come in confident, you can own that stage. Yeah. And even if they're rooting against you, um, you have to find a way to win them over. Yeah. And it doesn't always happen. I mean, you know, sometimes you don't win them over, but you just understand that that uh, that it's uh it's not always going to be that be that way for you. Yeah. Singing 
in front of people on a stage is probably one of my biggest fears. Yeah, it's, the, it, it's up there with being burned alive or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was singing scary. and being burned alive. Those are the two things that I really no thanks. Yeah, I had to I sing and a, dance. It was very. Oh no! I, it was, and I'm, I'm not a singer. I'm, I'm, you know, I can dance within reason, but yeah, but singing and dancing, and I'm definitely not a singer. Oh so, no! Uh, so yeah, it's definitely uh, it, but it, all those little things help you say, oh well, if I could do that, then I can go do this, and yeah. oh, you guys aren't aren't laughing at me right now or laughing with me. Yeah no big deal you right know, let me laugh with these people and so there's a difference theater really helps you understand shows differently but i think more importantly help me learn how to produce shows like i think i'm oh. very comfortable producing shows because okay. of theater yeah yeah do you think you, you talked about confidence do you think confidence can be faked or does it have to be genuine at all times i think for a moment okay. i think maybe if you're nervous a little while you can fake the confidence for a few minutes till you get the true confidence okay yeah i don't think you can fake it for more than yeah, maybe 10, maybe 20 minutes, but he, that's going to be hard on for comedy. Oh, it's going to yeah. be hard. You know, on stage, you might get through first 10, 20 minutes and yeah. then you will do your full hour, two hour show. But I think for comedy, it's going to be hard to fake that confidence. Now, some people, it works for them, right? Like some yeah. people are like a nervous comic or they're a, they're a, a, a what do you call it? A self-deprecating comic. Yeah. Right? So you've got to use what works for you. Right. But ultimately, you still have to have some kind of assurance in your in what you're delivering. Yeah. Eventually, they'll notice you got the cotton mouth. You go right, <laughs> or it'll, or you'll screw yourself over. You'll, all yeah. of a sudden, you'll start forgetting jokes, or you'll yeah. start like searching. And and you know, I've seen that happen where yeah. people get nervous and they start searching for their jokes. You know, versus, I think with theater again, when you lose a line, you have to learn how to cover. And I've oh, had okay. to do that too, where I, I forgot like what was my next joke, and I just know how to cover it. So uh, when I watch it back on video, in my mind, yeah, it was like, oh my god, that was the longest yeah. pause ever. You watch it back on video, like oh cool, not too it, bad. It didn't look too bad. You know, okay. so, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So um, around here, how, what's the theater scene like in the Bay Area? Is it kind of a lot of opportunities like comedy or is it lesser? I think, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not as familiar with the theater scene. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I studied theater, but I, I moved on to TV film quickly because okay. I think the, the money in theater is definitely musicals. It's, okay. you know, it's, it's musicals. And like I said, I'm not a strong oh, singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was definitely not my forte as yeah. far as like financially. Yeah. Um, plus theater takes, you know, months of rehearsal and months of shows. It's true where I can make in one day, like on NCIS, I can make in one day what a theater will pay me in three months. Yeah. So I had a, I had a, I, my focus was, was film and television, but there is a strong um, musical theater scene in San Francisco okay. or in the Bay Area. Yeah. Definitely not as much as Chicago and New York. Definitely if you're in any way trying to become a theatrical um, performer or entertainer, you should yeah. definitely hit Chicago and New York, I think, more oh, than anything else. Okay. Yeah. Where do you think, um, I know that Hollywood is moving a lot of its shooting either out of country or different locations. Do you think Hollywood is still the main place where stuff is being shot or is or do you have to travel a lot if you're going to be in I think there was a time where they were moving around because uh, California didn't want to offer no tax breaks as much. Yeah. But about five, six years ago, uh, California reinstated their tax breaks for shooting. Okay. So I think there's a lot more still shooting in Hollywood. Um, Got it. Yes, there's, th there's things that are shot outside of Hollywood and those are more like something that has like multiple seasons in. Let's yeah. say like NCIS New Orleans or something like they yeah. might shoot out there because they're there. Right. But the thing about L.A. especially and California in general is that you're pretty much 30 minutes to two hours away from every type of scene. Right. So yeah. you need a desert, you need a, a snow, That's you need right. an ocean, you need a beach, you need a whatever it is you need yeah um, very diverse out here with yeah so so that's the thing that other states don't really have as much yeah so when you so in la it's just still more convenient because you can turn any part of the state into whatever part of the country or the world you need it to be yeah so yeah that's true we got we're very spoiled here we can yeah. get anything we want yeah um so how often do you 
uh, try and write material with comedy? Are you writing every day? You write. Um, I think it comes and goes. I mean, I think there's just times I'm always thinking about it. Yeah. I'm always trying new things. Uh, I will say it's 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 tougher. I mean, I see some people I'm really uh, I really respect. You know, I, huh. I think with acting, I feel very confident. I feel very strong. I feel like I can take any role and I can really own it. Yeah. With comedy, I think it's kind of that's what's kind of fun for me about it is that yeah. I don't feel like oh I'm the best. You know, yeah, I mean, like yeah. I'll see people like Kabir Singh or other people here in the Bay that are that are kind of touring and then we still see them locally, and um, and uh, sure. it's kind of neat because yeah, like they're so good. I'm like man, how do yeah, you, yeah. how do you come up with this? How do you come up with this? So then it encourages yeah. me to keep writing. Okay. Um, but it's tough, man. A lot of times I'm just trying to add to my whatever I'm doing and then I'll add to it. So yeah, I will say that that it's tough for me. I mean, I know some people it comes naturally. For me, it's like. It's, it's, it's work to write, but it's, it's definitely a fun challenge. So you have your premise. You get you write maybe a rough skeleton, what your premise is and your punches are, and then you get on stage, and then from there it just kind of evolves, and you add a little bit at a time? Yeah, it's definitely okay. – it's definitely uh, I'll see premises, and then I'm just like, okay, i got to find punchlines for it. Uh. Or how can I add this to a, a something else to make like a, what was once a one-minute joke? How can I add this to this joke? So sometimes you find yeah. things, and you're like, oh, I can attach this to this. I can attach this to this. And stuff yeah. Like that, yeah. Okay, cool. So do you have any uh, comedic – uh, what, what do I want to call this? Um, inspirations? Are there guys that you watch that you go, oh yeah, I, yeah not maybe not. I want to be like that, but they really got you fired up on comedy. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. It's one of those things where like you see people who are great. I think we all know the big names. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's tough because you don't want to watch too much because you're like, like that's I where I am right now. I don't want to get influenced too much. Ah, me too. But I think sometimes there's some local guys like for me right now. I, I really like I really like Kabir. I I, I it's not. It's not for <laughs> I've doing a couple shows with him and it has nothing okay. to do with that. It's just yeah. more like he just has this really fluid. Mo- th- yeah. He's guys very fluid. He's very quick. He's very quick witted. Uh, so I think just seeing local people that are good inspires yeah. you. Like oh man, that guy's good and he's local versus the big national guys. Um, but but I mean yeah, I mean I think it's it's just seeing different people. Uh, I like watching comics that are different than me. Like uh-huh. uh, not watching but listening. Like Mitch Hegberg. Oh yeah yeah. Very different than my comedy, so it's kind of yeah. nice because I can just feel a different type of vibe yeah he was he's very unique there's no one like that guy was that's for sure i haven't watched uh kabir yet which is unfortunate because i know he's around uh, a lot of spots here in the bay area i should get out and see him yeah um but i'm i'm in the same boat as you when i first started i think i was watching a lot of comedy specials and that was part of the reason probably why i made the jump but then i kind of got exhausted by it Mm -hmm. and then also i believe that stand-up is a little bit it's best enjoyed in person right so watching all this netflix stuff it's like i can't some of it i'll just watch and i won't be laughing Mm -hmm. but i can't really criticize that comic i know a lot of people like to oh that special wasn't ready this that and that i don't really criticize because i go well i don't i would like to know what it's like in the in a room with him Mm -hmm. like how or her how are they um doing their material in person because it's probably going to feel very different than how I'm seen on TV. For, so for that reason, and then also like you said, you know, you just catch yourself. There's some guys I like here on the local, even uh, open mic scene, who uh, are really funny, and I like watching. It and I realize, oh, sometimes I get up either after them or week after them, and I I have some of their mannerisms. Right. And I go, oof, yeah. I got to watch that. And then yeah. and that's fine if it's the guy, other guys on the circuit with you. If you're picking up little like delivery things or hand gestures or movements. You go, oh fuck! I'm I'm starting to behave a little bit like you know whoever whoever it may be. But then if you're watching a national act and then trying to bite their style, people are going to yeah. see that. 
Yeah, hey, who are you trying to be? <laughs> yeah, I think I think less. I, I judge less material on on nationals or tours or Netflix people. Yeah, uh, I judge less their. Ma- I don't even really judge the material. I just like watching their stage presence, and I think maybe that's oh, a theatrical thing. But I think I just watch their stage presence, and that's who will impress me or, or be like, eh, yeah. he seems dry or he doesn't seem presence. And other people mm-hmm. have presence, like Kevin Hart. I don't know, but I don't know. You can think whatever you think about his material, but his presence is very strong. He's a ball of energy. Yes, his yeah. presence is very strong, and so. So that's what I like to watch is presence. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. is like whose presence is strong, who's there, wh- how are they using the stage, how are they using their bodies. Yeah. Less of the material. That way I'm influenced less by material and more influenced by, by just owning that stage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've always liked Kevin Hart, and he, I mean, even years ago, before he really blew, blew up, people would talk shit about him, and i go, he's hella funny. Now, I will say, you know, again, I don't watch a lot of specials, but I think I tried watching some of either his most recent or two specials ago, and I did feel kind of like, Who, who's writing your stuff? Because he used to have really clever yeah. writing. Yeah. And now I think he's just relying on the fact that he, he knows how to move. And I've seen that too. I yeah. mean, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to name names or nothing, but there are mm-hmm. people like that. I'm like, I feel like you're just relying on being famous. So I just feel like yeah. this and that. And so it's like, it's less, that's why kind of I'm less judging material. I'm less trying to make myself laugh. Yeah. I'm just going to watch how you own the stage or you don't own the stage and it's like uh, okay you're doing this you're doing that you know oh you, you just the way you're walking or presenting or or is it boring are you just yeah. on the mic and some people like love that you know so there's some right. very dry comedians and all that it says what fits me yeah what doesn't fit me and then just go do it myself you know yeah yeah that's so true you know what i know we're at 20 minutes right okay. now so i don't know what time but i certainly don't want to we're already past 6 30 right so um, let's do this. We might be able to come back to this. I'm thinking maybe I'll leave the stuff up here and I can get other people on too. But um, do you want to do any, uh, like, share with where you're going to be in the next uh, few weeks if you're producing any shows? or? Well, this is my last uh, show I'm producing for the year. But I'll be okay. producing next, next starting in January, uh, Jan- January 30th. I'll be producing a show at Tommy T's. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'll be, I'll be hosting Kabir's show uh, December oh, 11th. Nice. December 11th, I'll be hosting nice. his show. And uh, yeah, man, if you that's here at Tommy T's, Tommy T's, both okay. of those shows uh, is right now. If you c- if anyone wants to follow me, it's Mex underscore E underscore King on Instagram or Mexi King Entertainment I- on Facebook. Um, my 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 name, though, is E. I'm Breeze De Colosio. So that's what you'll see on TV and film on IMDb. Uh, that's why the E comes from. It's Mex E, like oh, as in Eduardo. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. E. Um, the letter E. So it's Mex E King, not Mex uh, I King. It's Mex E King. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, so yeah, if you want to follow me, that's where you can see future shows or future appearances or future TV shows or movies I'll be in. Um, and you know, or come see a show. I like tonight. Well, I'll be raffling off. I, I, at my sh- at when it's my show, I raffle off exclusive merchandise oh, that, you, that you can't purchase. It's, so it's just raffled off. So uh, yeah, cool. Right on. Thank you very much, sir. This no was great. I appreciate it.